Hello, hello. Welcome to another bonus episode of Dinner with a Side of Sci-Fi. I'm Jason. And I'm Deva. Today, we will be making M-O-O-N pies. That spells dessert. As we discuss the stand part three. Uh, so, for dessert today, we're making M-O-O-N pies, or moon pies. Uh, typically, the recipe that I found says you're supposed to use graham crackers and kind of pulverize them and then make them into another cookie. Uh, but we're going easy today. Easy M-O-N pies. So we're using gluten-free chocolate chip cookies. We're going to put some marshmallow fluff in there and then dip them into some chocolate that we're going to melt. So pretty simple, easy dessert. Hopefully it tastes good. Um, I guess to start off, if you want to make that pastry bag. Yeah, absolutely. uh, That way the fluff looks really beautiful when we pipe it into the cookies. I will go over uh, book three of the stand. Uh, And first I want to thank... Uh, John Birmingham on Medium.com, who did a chapter-by-chapter breakdown of The Stand, which was very helpful when I was writing these summaries, especially when uh, it's been a while since I read the book. Okay, so we open up uh, with three people, uh, with some updates on the three people that were sent to Vegas by the committee in Boulder. So Randall Flagg is able to see who two of them are. He knows who two of them are. Uh, but he doesn't know who the third one is. He can't see Tom Collin. So the first one, Judge, uh, he gets captured by a patrol and is killed, but not killed like Flag wanted. Uh, he wanted his face to be able to be recognized, and his face basically got blown off by uh, gunshots. And then Dana, she has been sleeping with uh, Lloyd, Flag's right-hand man. Uh, and then Flag, after he comes back from... Punishing the guy who shot Judge in the face. He realizes Dana is the other one. So he brings her up to his room, tries to get her to tell him who the last person is. Um, and she ends up killing herself rather than answering him. Um, so meanwhile, Julie Lowry, she was in book two. She had met Tom and Nick in the past. They did not very much like her. So she sees Tom, and she recognizes him, and she tells Lloyd, uh, which eventually trickles up to Flag, uh, but not before Tom leaves during a full moon and starts walking back to Denver. And then also, meanwhile, Harold hits an oil slick in Colorado and Blake breaks his leg, and Nadine leaves him for dead. He almost shoots her, uh, but she's able to leave. So he is stuck on the side of this hill, on the side of the road, and lots of pain, reflects on where he went wrong in his life and then kills himself rather than waiting for death. Uh, Nadine finally meets Flag in the desert and there is a rape scene where he impregnates her with a demon baby. Um, She is permanently scarred by this. Her hair turns white, her mind is fried, um, and she is now pregnant. So meanwhile, in Team Vegas, uh, they are trying to get Jets to work again, a project of theirs. Uh, trash can man actually then blows them up, most of the jets up, and most of the pilots. Uh, so that's pretty troublesome for them. And then he finds a, a nuke, and he decides that this is something he should bring back to Flag in, in Vegas. And then our four last pilgrims from Boulder, Glenn, Stu, Larry, and Way, Ray, they are making their way out west. Uh, but during that trek on foot, Stu falls in a a gully or a washout and breaks his leg, so they leave him behind, uh, which is lucky for him. 
The rest of the troop is apprehended by Flag's men, and Glenn is killed pretty much immediately uh, for being sassy. And then Flag organizes a public execution for one of his henchmen that has betrayed him um, and kills him with a, a bolt of fire. Uh, but oh no, it sets off the nuke that Trash Can Man has just arrived with, blowing up everything in Vegas in a nuclear bomb. Stu then wakes up in the gully, sees Kojak with him, um, who's fetching him fire so he can make, or fetching him wood so he can make a fire, fetching him rabbits so he can eat dinner. Uh, so he's able to get up eventually um, and start trying to head back to Boulder. Uh, Tom Cullen actually comes upon him, which is good because then Stu get, catches the flu. He's very sick. He's very delirious. He's very weak. Um, they're able to find a car and drive to a, a town where they can rest so Stu can get better. Uh, Tom has a vision of Nick Andros, his friend, uh, that was killed in book two, which he doesn't really know he's killed yet. He has a vision of him, and Nick tells him that he needs to go to the pharmacy and get antibiotics for Stu. So he's able to do that. They get better. Stu gets better. They head back to Boulder. Franny has had her baby. Uh, everything is great now and, you know, relatively great. And then Stu and Franny decide they're going to go to Maine with the baby. Epilogue. Flag wakes up on a beach with natives who worship him. So the cycle may begin again. Ta-da! The end. All right. So book three. Uh, a lot of action here. A lot of stuff going on. Absolutely, yeah. So I, having you reread it, I, I forgot how kind of violent the first part is. Yes, the judge's death is pretty graphic. Yeah, it's very graphic. His, um, it really. If I remember this right, so he, um, he aspirates his teeth. on his teeth as he makes his final inhale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, ooh. And I think that was more impactful hearing it because I don't remember that detail. Maybe because I just listened to it yesterday again while I was driving. Yeah. They're like, oh, the first gunshot went underneath his belly button to the right and came out his back at the size of a saucer, teacup saucer. I'm like, ooh, that's... That's pretty cool. It's kind of smart. And then he's like, oh, I I can't notice my arthritis anymore because I'm thinking about different pain. So, yeah, very gory. Um, His death and then the death of... The henchman that, the patrolman that, you know, messed up killing him. You know, Flag really kind of tortures him. Which they don't really go into detail, but it's implied. Because just it's just implied in how they say how long it took him to die. Yeah, but then everything starts to fall apart for poor Flag. It does. You know, the, um, you know, thank goodness for the trash can man. Feeling jealous or, um, scolded. Yeah, I think they, like, tease him, and he, like, thought of being a kid again when he got teased, and mm-hmm. he's like, I'll show you, I'll blow everything up, or I'll blow up these airplanes and kill a bunch of people, and... Then sit and watch. Yeah. And then bring this nuke back. Like, great idea. And he's, like, totally consumed with radiation poisoning at this point. Well, and I had actually never read, um, so I never read this before, I'd only seen the uh-huh. series from the 90s, and... Miniseries from the 90s just kind of pulls up like a little, like, buggy and then shows up with the nuke later on. Mm-hmm. This one, like, they talk about him having to, like, ratchet it up all the flights of stairs. Like, how much damage is he doing to the casing as he does this? Mm-hmm. 
And um, yeah, definitely, it was it was definitely an act of devotion. Yeah, yeah, he like really worshipped uh, Flag, but he still was able to kill all of Flag's people. So you know, he had to make up for it. Yeah. So I I've noticed in my third read through, perhaps maybe that uh, so Flag can kind of see like people who are of normal mind, but people like Tom Cullen. And uh, trash can man who kind of have different minds. He can't really see what they're doing. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. He didn't know Tom Cullen was there. He didn't know Flag was doing all this shady stuff when he kind of knew what else was going on. So I wonder why that was. How's that fluff? I'm, I'm, I'm eating some like the leftover fluff in the jar with a spoon. I have not had fluff since I was like six. It's good, huh? Mm-hmm. It's all ready to pipe. Sweet. Um. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. You know, but Tom Collin also seemed pretty tapped in when he was under hypnosis. Like, he knew stuff. I, I love that whole arc of him, too. Just being... He was kind of well-loved in mm-hmm. Vegas as well. People seemed to love him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a friendly guy. Helpful. I mean, it seems like he's big, so he could get things off the top shelf. Yeah. Open cans. He, he had his own little house. Yeah. And then he, he knew his hypnosis kicked in when the full moon came. That was time for him to head back... Head back towards Boulder, walk at night, stay off the roads. And he did it, and they, you know, they didn't find him. He narrowly escapes, and it doesn't seem like he's ever aware that he narrowly escapes. Yeah, yeah. And then he's able to, you know, rescue Stu. Yeah, so that was sort of, I guess, his whole purpose. Because no one, like, none of their spy missions taught them anything. He, that That's something I struggle with, is, like, why did Ma- Ma- Mother Abigail send those last four out to go... West to, to Vegas. I know they were going to make a stand against evil, but like without a plan. And then they did, they weren't even really needed there because he was, he was killing one of his own people. And that's what caused everyone to die. Mm-hmm. Unless them, him knowing that they were coming kind of didn't like they, amplified his desire to but make didn't a they show. Specific, didn't they specifically say that the hand of God appeared in the sky? Yes. Yes. So I think I think God triggered the bomb. I think. But why is so? Is this like a Jesus thing? Like we have to sacrifice people for good, for, to, for good to prevail for our Maybe. sins? Was that like a huge like they're all dying for humanity's sins, except for Stu, the main character? Well, the gathering would not have been mandatory if they weren't there. So maybe it allowed for the greatest concentration of the bad people. That's a good point for them. So maybe they there. were bait. Although they. Also, Tom, I think it was Tom or maybe Dana, she was saying, a lot of the people weren't that bad. They were just there, you know? Right. They just were on the other side. Yeah. And I guess that's another, like, the the small folk are the consequences of war. Yeah. It's the small folk who pay the most, the biggest price. I just finished watching House of the Dragon, so I'm like, uh. small folk, the common people, the, <laughs> the people who aren't the, the main characters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they all just seem to, I, well, first of all, they were living in fear because if they drank too much, they might get too wild and mm-hmm. then Flag would kill them. If they talked ill about Flag, he would kill them. They, they were basically living in fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, keeping it clean, keeping Vegas clean. Like the obsession with the drug addicts was always weird to me. Yeah. Like of all of the issues. That, that you couldn't be a drug addict? Like, cause... Yeah, like that was what they really focused on. I wonder if that was like Stephen King's. I wonder if he was 
I don't know if he was sober yet when he wrote the the um, second version of The Stand. Well, that would have been, at the time that it was originally written, it would have been right at the beginning of the War on Drugs. Mm-hmm. And the War on Drugs was still in full effect even in the late 80s. Mm-hmm. So it could even be a reflection of that. That mm-hmm. could be something that that... Because wasn't that guy a former law enforcement something? Mm-hmm. Has, the one had a security that enforced it. Yes, yeah, someone was a former cop. Yeah. So I wonder if, you know, it could just be his yes, hang-up. that could be that. Could be that. It's a good point. Um, and then Kojak, the dog, showing up and just really saving the day. Yeah, he saves He saves Stu. Yep. Um, keeps bringing him firewood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Kojak wasn't... They didn't even mean to bring him along, remember? He just followed them, and mm-hmm. he had this whole adventure. And then showed up at the right time. Yeah. And then he, you know, sa- he saves Stu. I mean, he really... I, I love how Stephen King will, like, talk about animals and kind of talk from their perspective. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he just, I just read his book, Fairy Tale, which is his new release, which was, you know, it was okay, but there was, like, a dog was, like, the main character for a while, and it was just, I was like, oh, the dog! The oven is preheated for later. Oh. Um, so, should we start piping these cookies? We should, maybe? absolutely, I think. So, what are we doing here? Let me wash um, my hands before I'm handling the fucking um, maybe if you have like a piece of, uh, like a parchment paper or silicon mat, we could put them on. Sure. That's something that we don't care if we get chocolate on. Okay. I have just the thing. And then, uh, maybe a microwave bowl for this. There you go. Some handy dandy press and seal down. Oh, yeah. So we got, I got the, uh, enjoy life, free from 14 allergens, semi-sweet chocolate chips for, to melt the chocolate. So we'll see how those are. Hopefully that it melts and has a similar consistency, but worst case, it's just going to taste chocolatey. Oh, shucks. Okay. So that's done. Now we need the bowl for the chocolate. We need a bowl. That record is too big. Well, Maybe a little too big? Yeah. If you have like a dinner bowl or something, that would yeah. work too. Because or... I don't think I'm going to need to microwave that long. This would be easier to scoop out of. Okay. So I'm going to just kind of just microwave this in stages so it doesn't scorch. I mean, we could do like a double boiler water thing, but I think I usually just microwave it. Okay. I, I trust you. Thank you, Jason. I know. You're not going to give me um, Captain Trips. So what did you think about the fact that, that Boulder just breaks up at the end? Well, I don't think it really breaks up. I think it's more that Franny and... But it, he, he says that a bunch of other people are probably going to leave, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Should I wait to talk? We actually just... No, we continue. Yeah, well, I don't see why you would leave, to be honest. Right. Go back on the road. But I guess... When there's, like, some... There's, like, lights and stuff here now. I mean, I'd be like, I want to stay with the lights. I'm not crazy. And, like, it's not like... I don't... I seriously doubt that all the people went to Boulder or Las Vegas. Yeah, that's true. People, maybe some people aren't having dreams. 
Oh yeah. All right. Did you, uh, forty-five seconds. Forty-five seconds. Now let's just give it a minute. Okay. Just put a little oil, so I got coconut oil. Oh, cool. So, so what is that going to be used for? In the chocolate. Just In the chocolate. Oh, okay. Make it. So, if I remember correctly, so are we going to do cookie, chocolate, fluff, chocolate? Cookie, fluff, cookie. Dip in chocolate. Got so it. we can dip the whole thing or we could just do half. So we I could think. actually start getting the cookie yeah. ready. I'm excited for these chocolate chip cookies. They may. Have you had those? No, but I love chocolate chip cookies. Oh, Even okay. if they are crumbly, gluten free ones. But the fluff and chocolate should hold these together. That's true. Woo! Oh, that's hot. actually enjoy the crunch of the cookie versus the way they'd normally do it with moon pies. I think we want a picture of this step. Yeah. He makes candy now, like chocolate candy now. Oh, does he? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we'll ask him. Uh, so they look a little messy, but delicious. Maybe <laughs> we should scoop off some of the excess. I, I can do that. And then you can just eat it. <laughs> that sounds good, too. Oh, and another thing about the stand, Harold's death in the when the his motorcycle crashes on a oil slick. That was sent there by flag, basically. It's pretty, uh, pretty gnarly there, huh? Well, you know, I think that the the psychological damage it does to Harold is worse because he sits there and watches her, like, just not come and get him. Yeah. And then she leaves him, like, so he knows he got played. Yeah. 
Um, he always prided himself on his intelligence, and now all of a sudden he was he was a he was an idiot. Yeah. Um, he blew any opportunity he had to actually be even friends with Francine. Mm-hmm. So that's my thing. And then you know, poor Nadine, who has just been like totally, um, just totally brainwashed by Flag all her life. Mm-hmm. Just it's just so tragic, and then for nothing really, for nothing. I mean, not like I wanted her to have the demon baby. Well, but you know what? She held off the inevitable. She did. And for she one did. more cycle. I guess in the last moment she, you know, said, uh, no, I'm okay. <laughs> okay. What we should do is mix that in with here and we're done. Mm-hmm. And then just, you can just eat that. That works. For breakfast. <laughs> with a spoon. So you're just, we're going to put liquefied fluff with, um. Yeah, we have a big bowl of chocolate, melted chocolate and fluff, so... Maybe we could use like a like a tongs to pick them up and dip them in there. Let me move my uh, surface. Yeah, I have some good tongs, and I um, and I figure we can put them on here before we put them in the fridge. Smart, very smart. So there's like a spoonful of fluff for everyone over here. <laughs> All right, so I guess I'm just gonna go ahead and just dip them in, see what happens. If we ever read Expeditionary Force Table, you'll learn the importance of fluff. Ooh. Yes. Okay. So we're actually making this before we make dinner, so that they'll harden up in the fridge. This is kind of tortured now that we know that they're there. So we don't have to wait. It's also a school night. And I have to be in Baltimore at 6.30 a.m. tomorrow. I get to roll out of bed around 7.30. <laughs> make my coffee. And then start my day. These look really good. <laughs> These might have to be something I make. Yeah. Okay. But how few can you eat? Well, if you only get eight cookies like I did. It's true. Okay. I'll put these in the fridge to harden. Um, yeah, so do you have any other... Did you, so you like the stand overall. Overall, I like the stand. Yeah. I, um, I think what I found most disturbing was the fact that really all of it was... Like, the struggle will never end. Yeah. You know, like... And, I want to know how much time had passed when Flag reappears. Mm-hmm. Like, was it... It was so far in the future that they didn't recognize any of those languages. Unless they were just happened to be an isolated tribe. They could have been, like... Or it could have been the past. Could have been... The, you're right. Well, and what, what really got me on this read-through of the, the stand is that Flag isn't this, like, all-powerful... Like, he's not the devil. He's not the, like... He's just, like, a henchman of evil. Like, he's not all-powerful. And he's kind of unfocused. Like, he doesn't yeah. even know what role he's playing. Yeah. There's so, no, yeah, there's no wisdom, just a sense of malice. Well, and I actually, I know I brought this up last time, but I'm going to bring it up again. I'm reading through the Dark Tower series, and I'm not really enjoying it, but I'm on book four now, which pe- that actually, like, goes into this reality, the stand reality. Oh, does it? Yeah, so I haven't started it yet, but I'm like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll read it. We'll see. I'll push through this epic masterpiece of his that I don't like. You know, what's wrong with me, but... Yeah. I have friends that would make very happy if we read it. 
Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They love the Dark Tower? They love the Dark Tower. Like, and, and like, angry about the movie. Yeah, I remember people getting yeah. mad about that. So, but yeah. So, cool. Well, our next episode will be... <laughs> We're doing this Do the weird... Do some calculus there, Jason. Add the more. five. So, our January... So, Zone 1 will come out... December 1st. So, it's the one after Zone 1. Watchmen. Okay, so our next book will be The Watchmen. Yeah. So it's going to come out the uh, the first Wednesday in January. Yeah. So, cool. All right. Bye, everybody.